From Youngstown, Ohio, inside of Kappa Studios, this is the Fourth Quarter Cast. Shoulder movement is impeccable. I train for that. I see. I see. Yeah. But but anyway, welcome to the fourth quarter cast. This is K Moore. We got Captain House. Yeah. There's no gel because he's still at work. Yeah, still at work. He sucks. <laughs> anyway, yeah. we got we got we got a short show today because yeah, cool uh, not much going on. Um, baseball. Uh, we need Ron. Yeah, we need Ron. <laughs> yeah, like, we, need, we need some call-ins. Like damn it. 182 games. I'm not. I'm not really with it. Not really, not really about to talk about it right now. Um, but if you haven't heard, because it's all over the internet, if you look at sports, uh, NBA playoffs are 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 good, freaking awesome. They're great. No LeBron James, really good. This is what happens. <laughs> Competition. But anyway, let's get started. Let's get let's get right into it. Let's get right it. into it. So, um, first off, biggest story of last night for these playoffs: Damian Lillard. Went off in Game 5, Portland Trailblazers versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Dude dropped 50, a 50 and hit a 37-foot game winner to send the Thunder home packing. Yeah, right in Paul George's face. Right in Paul George's face. 37 feet out. And absolutely this, like, insane It was jump so shot. crazy because the game was, very, it was a very good game going back and forth. At one point, Thunder up like... I think like 12, 13. Yeah. Um, it was like six minutes ago, and they let it slip away. And it was, it was, it was the same story that has been all playoffs, and especially in the series. They play great, and then Russell Westbrook can't seem to find a shot. He can't see literally, and not saying Russell Westbrook was taking bad shots. It was just he literally could not finish the shots that he usually finishes. Right. Um. I mean, Paul George, you can't really complain about Paul George. He had what thirty six, thirty seven. I mean. He did his job, yeah. um, but it was crazy. It was it, crazy it was game, crazy, crazy moment. Mm-hmm. So, um, got me thinking: Is Damian Lillard the most lethal player in the playoffs? At this point, yes, he is. I mean, even more than your boy Giannis. If we're talking about, well, this is the difference though. Like Portland came into the series the underdog. They weren't. People thought, okay, season get together, they'll, they'll beat them. Um, I think after the first game, the first game showing, it was like, oh, these guys are for real. Um, Giannis is just doing what he's supposed to be doing. But Damian Lillard, is he just won a very big playoff series. It's probably huge. probably the most, I would probably say this is probably the most important accomplishment in his career as, as of late. Um, rookie of the year, whatever. But this is probably your most... You beat a team that you weren't supposed to beat with a team that you lost your starting big man. You don't have anyone outside of C.J. McCollum that really can go score for you. I mean, you got Evan Turner, and you know, whatever. I mean, they, like, like the the Blazers are the two seed, right? No. What are the Blazers? They're like, they're like four and five. They're bad. Oh, wow. I thought the yeah. 
Anyway. What? Well, <laughs> the Nuggets are two seed. Yeah, yeah, buddy. yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I don't know why I imagined the okay. Blazers down at the bottom. But the Blazers were a higher seed than the Thunder. Yeah. So they, seed-wise, you know, they were supposed to beat them. But this proved that, like, you know, because like, a lot of people probably thought it was going to be a closer series. Yeah. Or that at least the Thunder would definitely come out. But, you know, I mean, it's it's... It's it. I think it speaks to Portland and Damian Lillard that they came out and beat the Thunder four to one. Yes, like handily. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't like a oh you really worked. No, like you you handily right. beat these guys. Um, and I think I think as far as lethal, I mean, right now I think Damian Lillard's the best player in the playoffs. I mean, I, I would say that he's a, he's been he's been the best performer in the playoffs. Um, outside of Giannis, I mean, he got a sweep. I mean, you can't do anything with that. They were supposed to sweep the Pistons, right? <laughs> and yeah. so like. I would say, as far as lethal, a guy you really have to watch out for because this guy is doing it every single way that he wants. He can get a layup, mid-range jump shot. He can shoot 37, 40 feet out. It don't matter. Um, so, I mean, he's. Def- I would say the most lethal in the playoffs right now. Yeah. All right. So, it came out in the post-game press conferences yesterday. Um, after the game, uh, Paul George was at the podium, and he said that it was a bad shot. Is that just salt? Is it or is was I mean, it actually a bad I shot? I actually had this I had this discussion on Twitter today. I th- I take it for I take it for the context of what Paul George is saying. And so he said, you know, that was a great shot, like you made it, like but as a basketball enthusiast, that was a bad shot. Like you're thirty seven foot and people don't think about this. It's a tie ball game. It's one fifteen, one fifteen. So if you miss it, okay, whatever, you go to overtime. But also you dribbled out a clock that you had like ten seconds left when you got the ball. Dribble out the clock, that's fine. That's what you're supposed to do. But you literally dribble, sidestep, thirty-seven feet out, six, six, eight, six, nine on you, contesting the shot. You made it. That was a great shot. Now, mind you, he was three or five from like thirty-seven feet out. That game. that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like I was watching first take and Max Kellerman brought out these stats. He said league wide from thirty-seven feet out. And I think it was like 35 to 40 feet out. I think that was the range. In that range, the entire NBA is like close to 20% from that deep. Yeah. Okay. Damian Lillard is 39% from that deep. Okay. Like it was not a bad shot for Damian Lillard. It was not in that. And given the circumstances, they're tied. They're up 3 1. They're at home. Like what do they have to lose? You miss a shot, you go to overtime, you lose, you get another game the next But like, this is the thing that I think this is people are reading too much into it. As a, as a basketball player, are you letting Damian Lillard get a layup or a 37-foot three-point shot with a hand in his face? Oh, right. Right. So, I think he's saying it's not – it may not be a bad shot for Damian Lillard. Not, he's an NBA player. That's like saying Ste- like Steph Curry took a 40-foot shot. It's a bad shot. No. I'm not saying Steph Curry I feel Curry like Paul George it. also just has to, like, live with Yeah, he was salty. He was salty about that. He was like, salty he knows, about that. He knows that it shouldn't have gone it in. It shouldn't have gone in. Like, I, think, I think someone did it, like, scientifically. It had a 13% chance going right. in. Yeah. So, I I I get it. Like Damian Lillard three or five from from in that game alone from thirty plus feet. I get it. Scouting report says he can shoot the ball from this deep. I get it. But basketball wise, that is a bad shot. There's like question thirty seven feet away from the basket. Is that a bad shot if it was Steph Curry? See, that's the it, it's a bad shot. Like that's a bad <laughs> shot. Like it's not like no one. No one's ever gonna say like, "Hey, yo, if you're open for 37 feet, like take it." Like, right? No one's gonna say that. Sure. Now, if you're an NBA player, it's a little different. Sure. And like, they're they're 
they're more than fine Damian Lillard taking a shot. But basketball-wise, basketball IQ tells you that's a horrible shot. It's a bad shot. 30, come on. you telling me he's – if I gave you the shot 10 times, you going to make it 10 times? All no. Right. you going to make it two, three maybe? Come on, man. I, th- I get it. He was salty when he said it. He could have just said, like, that was a great shot. Like, can't do nothing about it. Right. But I don't have a problem saying it's a bad shot. It, it was a bad shot. Like, that's a shot you force a guy to take. 37 feet out, hand in your face. There we go. But it was a great shot. It was an entertaining shot. It was a great shot. It was a sweet shot. Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> All right. Um, so why don't we talk about Damian Lillard more than we do? Mm. Being that he is a this great player, <laughs> yeah, easily, obviously, an all-star year in and year out, why don't we talk about him more? There's, more, there's a lot of things going into this, though. Like, the market that he's in. Portland, like, no one... No one goes to Portland for much. Sure. <laughs> you know? Um, he. This is his biggest moment. I mean, granted. Now, think about this. He eliminated the Rockets, right? Game winner. Same idea. But guess what? The Rockets are like, okay. Like, James Harden was just coming into his, you know, his prime. They didn't have Chris Paul at the time. That was a big moment for him. This is a big moment, too, because. This is a bigger moment. Bigger moment. And to add to it. You and Russell Westbrook don't like each other. That was that was the storyline of the whole series. Him and Russell Westbrook. Him and Russell Westbrook. Even though Russell Westbrook got his ass busted. Yeah. But that was the storyline for the whole series. So we you don't have storylines for Damian Lillard. It's just Damian Lillard's a really good player and you know, he does what he does. And that, that there you go. Um I think I think he was on the same boat as like Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker all star day in, day out. Like he's he's doing it every year. But he don't get enough resonance. He, he's in Charlotte. The biggest thing in Charlotte is your owner, Michael Jordan. No one cares about you. It's true. So I think we don't talk about Damian a little more because his market's at the end. Um, and he hasn't had really big moments like this. Like, you haven't had a storyline follow Damian Lillard like this. We've had storylines follow Russell Westbrook. We've had storylines follow Paul George. Storylines even follow Jan. It, all these guys have storylines that follow them. You look at the guards all in the NBA, the top guards. Kyrie Irving, okay, he played with LeBron. Everyone knows that. He's great. Hit 2016, 3-1 lead. Got it. Steph Curry, he can shoot from anywhere. He's a two-time MVP. First unanimous MVP. He's he's <laughs> he's the villain of the whole NBA. He plays for Golden State. These guys have storylines that follow them. Russell Westbrook, he's a guy, he's just petty. Plays hard, 100%. He averaged triple-double. Storylines that follow. Damian Lillard, what he has? Plays Portland. He's good. There's a lot that goes into that. But after this series, you'll be talking about Damian Lillard. You you might be saying Damian Lillard is the top three point guard in the league right now. True. At this point. Very true. Very good. All right. Um, also, speaking of not talking about Damian Lillard, um, the Blazers as well. Um, are the Blazers more legit than most people think outside of Charles Barkley, who yeah, has them coming out of the West? Yeah, literally. Um, I will say they are definitely more legit than people think. I will say that. Going getting out of the West, I don't know about all that. I think, and not to take anything away from the Blazers, played great. They literally dominated Thunder. But if you think about it, Thunder coming in weren't too good. Coming to the playoffs, they were not playing too well. So and Paul George got hurt. So I mean, not saying the Blazers wouldn't have beat them if Paul George is healthy, but the Blazers are definitely more legit than people think. But they're not championship. I'm not saying wow, 
man, they're going to championship. No. Whoever they play next round, yeah, they're going to give them a hell of a, a series, and they might beat them. But I don't see them getting to the finals. Even if they get to the finals, they're getting obliterated by the Bucks. Literally obliterated. 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 Huh. Yeah, I like that word. Obliterated. Obliterated. It's a fun word. <laughs> you can say it in, like, multiple, like, you know, aspects. Obliterated. Yeah. Like, wow, I drank so much, I got obliterated. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. So, uh, on the other side of the court, Oklahoma City. What went wrong for Oklahoma City in this playoff series? Everything possible. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, at the, end of, at the end of the regular season, you had Paul George looking like he was going to win MVP. I mean, but like I said, like, they stumbled into the playoffs. Like, it wasn't like they were, like, you know. They won like their last ten, you know. Of you know, it was just it wasn't it wasn't them. Like st- beginning of the season, you thought like, wow, th- they're gonna be good. They could be a team you don't want to see in the playoffs. And then they stumble to the playoffs, and then you play Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, who got has a chip on their shoulder, and they played harder. I I think that and Russell Westbrook, man, he just he couldn't he couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Um. And I'm not I'm not down with the slander of Russell Westbrook. Like, oh, he's so bad, he's overrated. Uh, I don't know because there's some things that he's overrated, and then there's some things that like he just wasn't making shots. And I think it came down he just wasn't making shots. Now I will say he was more focused on the banter between him and Damian Lillard a little bit too much, whereas Damian Lillard was like, I'm gonna do what I gotta do, and I'm gonna let my game do the talking. Russ. I think he's definitely need to work on that coming into next year because right. he's had too many instances where his his actions are just they're overshadowing his actual play on the on the court. So I mean, they just I don't know. Thunder just they need to figure it out. They just they got to figure it out. Russ has got to be more consistent. So going off of that, what needs to change for the Thunder this off season? Like, what can they do? Like, do they need an overhaul? Like, do they need to rethink the whole scheme? Now I will say this: they need. I think they need to add a little bit to their bench, a little bit of shooting, because um, they don't really have very many consistent. I mean, Paul George is a great shooter, but outside of that, I mean, you got Ferguson, Patrick Patterson, maybe, but he rarely plays. I mean, like they don't really have any guys. Schroeder, like he's an okay three point shooter. They don't have any guys to shoot the ball. They don't have anyone coming off their bench that they can trust and say, like, all right, we we can we can roll with them for four or five minutes through this game. You don't have that. I mean, you, once Russ comes out, Paul George is in. Once Paul George comes out, Russ is in. Like, and I think teams can't you can't operate like that when you're when you have to have your best player on 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 the floor, hundred percent of the time. The Warriors, I mean, they have it. That's because they have so many. They have so many stars to do it with. They can be like, all right, Steph, you go out there. You don't have that luxury, so you need to have a bench that can carry you through stretches, um, much like the Celtics. Celtics have guys that can, hey, you know what, Kyrie, Gordon, yeah, yeah y'all, y'all can sit down. You got Terry Rozier. We got, you know, we got guys that can carry this. You got Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Um, they just don't have that. I think they really need to go out and get some guys that, some good pieces coming off the bench. Um, I know Paul George wish he was in L.A. right now, though. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Um, but I don't. I don't think. I mean, what is there to change? What do you want overall? You just gave Russell an extension last year. I mean, you just extended Paul George. I mean, not much you can do. Now they do have a lot of money opening up. 
this offseason, so they could they could make some moves. I would not be surprised. You know who I'm thinking? Going to OKC? Boogie Cousins. Wow. I, can, I can see it happening. I can see it happening. Him and Brody? Ain't no way. <laughs> You're not messing with them. <laughs> You're not trying to pick a fight. Um, but I think they either get a, another big star like Boogie, um, or they just say, you know what, we're going to roll two stars and, you know. And, see what happens. And see what happens. Because I think it's going to go back. The NBA is starting to go back to that, especially if what happens should happen this summer with the Warriors disbanding. Yeah. It should go back to all you need is two stars to get it done. Heck, you might just need one superstar and then great You're role players around you. So, um, I don't know. It's not a lot that needs to change. You just you got to you gotta pick your poison. You can go for a star. You can go for valuable players. So It's true. All right. Changing gears. Next topic. So moving out east mm-hmm. to some of the teams that were eliminated, yes. uh, the Magic just lost four one to Toronto. Um, but are the Magic, the seven seed Magic, mm-hmm. are they on the come up? I I'm not gonna lie, they they surprised a lot of people that game won't win. Um, the direction they're going, I think they are on the come up. I think guys are starting to evolve, like I, we said before on the show though. You cannot win a lot when your best player is a big man. Vujicic is your best player. It's true. He's all star, but he's not. He got you to the playoffs. It's great. We've seen Anthony Davis get to the playoffs too. And guess what? He lost in the first round. So you need you need guard play, and they have they have some pretty good. Evan Fournier, I hate him so much because he's so good. He just he shouldn't be good, but he's so good. Yeah. Um, they have some pieces. Um. And you you just got to build on it. Don't don't get complacent and saying like, oh, we were seven seed, we were great, we're back to where we no. Continue to improve, continue to add pieces, try to get guys, um, because the magic. I mean, you're in the East. I mean, outside of the top five, it's pretty it's pretty wide open for that six, seven, and eight spot. And so and you know, and you have teams in the East that might fall off. You know, don't know if Kawhi Leonard goes to the West. You don't you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if Kyrie's going to leave. So you got to continue to improve, continue to try to get better, and again, you have you have space. That's why you traded guys like Tobias Harris. Like you have space to make a move, but you got to make a move because I think Aaron Gordon's a great piece to have. Vucevic, Jonathan Isaac, they have players that are good and talented. You have to build on it. Don't just be like, oh, you made a seven seed, we're good. No, it don't work that way. Don't work that way. All right, cool. Uh, also, the Nets. Uh, lost their very odd series against the 76ers. Yeah, they, Just like, everything that surrounded that series yeah, was weird. It was, it's, yeah. So, Jared Dudley, you know. Like what? It was weird. You're Jared Dudley, bro. Yeah. So, wow. uh, the Nets, kind of similar with the Magic. How many games will the Nets win next season? How many games did they win this year? What, 40? Can't remember. There are six seeds. I probably want like 42, 43. Um, I don't know. They're they're a team that surprised a lot of people. Um, you had you had D'Angelo become All Star this year for the first time. Um, I don't know. I think I think they'll still be in the same range because I think they're a little bit better than the Magic, but not by much. And I think the Magic will get will ink out forty one, forty two wins. So I think I would say the Nets ink out forty four wins, possibly. Um. I think they're good. I think they're good. But again, they have a guard as their best player. 
And then you have Spencer Dinwiddie. They have pieces that you can really build around. Hollis Jefferson, Jared Allen. Like, you have pieces that you can build around. And they're young. I mean, you can't you can't expect anything else but for them to improve. Um, but, again, they're another team that, like, it's either we're going to add some more pieces or develop guys or we're going to try to get a star. Because um, I think D'Angelo Russell is there for the long haul, for sure. So, the Nets are definitely going to be good next season. Yeah, they will. East is on the come up. The bottom East of the East is, is on the come up. <laughs> they're on the come up. Yeah. Starting to balance out the league, you know. Uh-huh. All right. And uh, that other team in that series, the 76ers came out on top. Um, curious. Should the 76ers commit to Jimmy Butler long term? Or should they be concerned with how the locker rooms panned out on his last two teams? No, I, I mean, I would definitely I would definitely commit to Jimmy Butler long term. I think the difference between the two teams is first he played with Chicago. He played way too much. He played like thirty nine minutes a night. Like there's no reason he should be playing forty minutes. Like, there's no reason for that. Um and I I think he just bumped heads with Derrick Rose. I mean, he pretty much carried that team, and then Derrick Rose came back, and now he's the guy. Like, no, we can't do that. So I I don't necessarily blame him for the Bulls, right? Comes Timberwolves. He doesn't have a problem with, like, Coach Thibodeau. He has a problem with Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Williams. They're two-star players. Because they don't play defense. And it's, well, it's been well noted they don't play defense. Like, film has shown they suck at defense. Like I, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. Now, how he handle it? Yes, a little, little heinous. I get it. Sure. You know, you cuss out everybody at practice. <laughs> you know, you call people out. I get it. But I think being with guys like Joel Embiid, who's very headstrong and don't give a, f- don't <laughs> care. He has a he has he, he he has that mentality. Yeah. Ben Simmons, who I want to win, I'll do whatever it takes to win. Tobias Harris, he's a good a good mixture between those three because he's just uh, everyone likes him, laid back. He's an easy guy to get along with, good locker room guy. Goes out and plays basketball. Exactly. So I think that 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 chemistry there and, and what they have, I think they should keep it because then you got guys like JJ Reddick, you got guys like TJ McConnell that cannot necessarily like get in between you guys, but kind of be that that piece in the locker room. Like, okay, guys, come on, like let's let's do it. Come on. We ain't got a bicker. We ain't sure. got time for that. Um, and if you're the 76ers, I'm looking to build my team right now. I'm looking to win right now because you don't know where Kyrie's going to go next year. You don't know where Kawhi's going to go next year. If I'm the Sixers, I'm looking at the top of the East like, yo, we're going to have to compete with Victor Oladipo? <laughs> like, that's who we're going to get? That's fine. Yeah. And Giannis? Hey, we can catch him slipping one of these. So, I, 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 me personally, I would commit to Jimmy Butler long term. There's no reason to say, like, oh, he's a bad locker room guy. You don't have time for that. You have time to win, though, because the East could could possibly be you, the Bucks, and Pacers. I'm living with that. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. So, I mean, I would definitely commit to him long term. Why not? Why not? Why not? You know? Yeah. All right. Very good. Before we move on, um, Warriors are up 3-1. Rockets are up 3-1. Denver's up 3-2. Mm-hmm. That one can tip, but... Um, the East second round is already set. Yep. So, assuming that out West, the teams that have the lead in the series take yes. the series. Yes. Rockets, Warriors, who you got in how many games? That's going to be tough. 
Only because James Harden's doing that bullshit again. <laughs> <laughs> Going 0 for 16 for 3 and, like, come uh, on, dude. Um, But, I don't, I don't, that's tough. I think, I think, uh, I think they will definitely, it will be a close series. I think the Warriors prevail. I think they get it done. I think they don't, I think the Warriors, I think this, this first round, especially against the Clippers, open their eyes like, yo, we gotta, we gotta play. Like, yeah. We can't we can't be turning over the ball, um, and I think that'll be the biggest thing in this series. Like, can they handle the ball, not turn it over? Because um, I don't think I don't think the Rockets will turn it over much, especially with Chris Paul back in the lineup. You know, uh, I think I think they they do very well keeping their turnovers down when Chris Paul handles the ball just as much as James Harden. Um, and you know, when you have that pick and roll type offense, like yo, we're gonna pick and roll you to death. Hey, that's hard to have turnovers. So. Um, I think if the Warriors limit their turnovers, they'll be fine. Rock has got it. You got to be consistent from three. You can't. It can't be like, oh, we're gonna go fourteen for thirty tonight. Can't waste these possessions. And then go two for twenty-five the next night. It can't happen that way. So that's gonna be a good series. I think it goes seven. But I, I give my nods to the Warriors. I think they just get it done. And I don't know about Chris Paul's hamstrings. This dude's—they're made of jello. I don't want him to get hurt because I think. I honestly think last year, even when it got hurt, we see the Rockets in the final. It'd be different. But I still give the Warriors. I think Boogie being and out. And you would have seen the Cavs win another championship. That is true. Anyway. Anyway, the Boogie Boogie being out, I think it's actually benefiting the Warriors. Because in that series, who's Boogie going to guard? Right. Who's it, You're going to put him on an island with James Harden. That's a bucket every single time. So him being out. You're gonna have to play Andre Iguodala a lot, Kevin Looney, guys that can move the ball. Um, it does take a, a threat away from them, though. So it will be very close here. I think. I think. I just think KD, Steph, Clay, and them boys get it done. Hard to figure it out. Rockets seven. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Portland and and Denver. Who you got? I games? think that's gonna be a good one. Um, I don't know. Denver's never been to this point. Like it's True. been a, it's been a while, um, but we can also say the same thing for Damian Lillard. He hasn't been here much, so hmm, that's tough. Wow, I might be on that train. I think Portland's gonna take it. I think Portland. Actually, I take that back. No, they're not. <laughs> Denver's and... gonna take it. Honestly, this is the only reason I say this. It's the only reason I say this because Denver doesn't have to rely on one person to guard Damian Lillard. They don't have to. Re- they don't. They don't really have to rely on like, oh, all right, Jamal Murray. You, hey, it's all you tonight. Like, no, it's gonna be multiple guys thrown at him. Um, I think Jokic, he's gonna give Cantor some problems. Bring him out to three point line. He's a great passer. The man's practically almost average triple double during the season. I think Denver gets him. I think Denver, especially playing the Spurs. I think these have been some good first-round matchups to get them ready for the second round. I think a little bit better for Denver just because they had to play a Spurs team. Greg Popovich, he throws multiple things at you. He can game plan for you differently. Um, I just don't think – I don't think Portland – they rely so much on Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum to get, like, not score every point, obviously, but to get their offense going that I don't think – I don't think that's going to be possible. Like, Spurs have a system that – Get guys good shot. Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum was like, "All right, I got you, ISO. This is easy. Kick it if I got you." You know, there's no real system in place. I think that's why Nuggets are struggling with the, the Spurs 
But I think when you say, like, oh, we got the best players, we're going to go one-on-one, that's when Denver can get you. That's when they can get you. I'll go Portland at seven. Okay. I would say Denver in six. So I got uh, Portland and the Rockets, then Portland's going to win in seven, and then Portland's going to go to the finals. Okay. Hopping on the Charles Barkley train. All right, so the uh, playoff rounds that are set in the East, you got Milwaukee and Boston. This will be a great one. You got how many great one? Uh, I think I think Milwaukee kind of runs away with this, and they win in six. I think they wow. win in six. Um, again, I don't see anyone that can guard Giannis like without putting a mismatch out there on the floor. Because, like, okay, so they're starting five. Celtics starting five is Kyrie, uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Horford, and Baines right now. Right? Actually, is that right? Yeah, that's right. I think so. Yeah, Terry Ridge come off bench. Okay, so that's your five. Giannis plays the four in his lineup, so that means Al Horford's gonna have to guard you because you can't you can't put Al Horford on Chris Middleton. He's gonna go around. Giannis you. is a matchup problem. He's a matchup. He's six ten. Right. Like you, what are you gonna do? Right. You can't put <laughs> Jalen Brown on him because then that means Alfred is gonna have to chase around Sterling Brown all night. So he is the mismatch because Horford's gonna have to guard him. So it's going to be – now I can already see what they're going to try to do. They're going to play off, force him to shoot. Giannis ain't that bad of a shooter. Like, if you give him time, you ain't going to test it. That's a bucket. So that's why I think I think the Bucks will have their number. Um, again, Kyrie Irving, I mean, Eric Bliss is a good defender. He's going to have to work for his shots. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. I think if Boston's bench can be effective – and we don't know if Mark Smart, he might he might be back. You never know. Um, if Boston's bench can be just as effective or more effective than Bucks' bench, I, I it could it could it could go the other way. But I think Giannis, he's just too good. Um, and he'll just carry him to, you know, pass something. I only fear for the Bucks because I feel like with Brad Stevens and Kyrie and like the other veterans on the Boston Celtics right now, like I feel like they could Game plan better, yeah, for the Bucks than the Bucks necessarily could game for plan Celtics, yeah. the Celtics. But Giannis is a very difficult matchup. Yes. So, and, and I mean, yeah. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I mean, these guys. I mean, you look at the Celtics; they got Gordon Hayward coming off the bench, right? <laughs> like they they have Gordon Hayward coming off the bench for Terry Rozier, like, and yet they're only a four seed. They're only a four seed, and so I don't know. Maybe playing against Indiana, they may have caught their stride. And say, all right, we're here now. We're ready to go. But again, it was Indiana. Like, no Victor Oladipo. Sure. Like, you don't you don't have anyone to really worry about. It's just like, okay, let's do what we're supposed to do and, and you know, keep it moving. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I think also Brooke Lopez, Aaron Baines, he ain't gonna be he ain't just gonna be sitting in the paint. You know what I mean? I think that's why it's so hard to game plan for the Bucks, because like they have this all world player and Giannis. That can get anywhere on the court whenever he wants to, and I have four guys on the court that can shoot the ball. So Aaron Baines, you can either get dunked on or move, and just watch Brook Lopez on three point line. I think that's where the mismatch is going. I think they're really going to exploit that mismatch because no one can guard him on the Celtics. So it's going to be a lot of small ball. I will say that a lot of small ball, a lot of small ball. All right, and then you got Toronto and Philly. I think this one is going to actually be really good. Um. It's going to be interesting to see how these two teams play each other because they have almost two different styles where, like, 
Toronto's longer, the you know, more wing play. Um and I think I don't know. I think it it'll be interesting to see. Now with the addition of Mark Gasol makes it a little different. Cause J- Valentinus couldn't guard MB. He couldn't guard him. Like MB's on three point line, he's taking on the block, like he's just all over the place. Mark Gasol is a little bit better defender. Um and again, the Raptors have multiple guys that can guard in multiple positions, which will help. Um but again, I think this will be another series of can Ben Simmons be effective? Can can he be effective? Um, because you're not you're not gonna have Kyle Lard guarding you. Like Kyle Lard's playing guarding, guarding uh, JJ Redick. Um, so it's like you're not. What are you gonna do? Because you're not gonna, you're not gonna overpower Kyle Lard. He's not guarding you. So I think this is where Jim Butler he's gonna have to really step up here. Because now Jim Butler, yeah, he might have Kyle Lowry, who's a good defender. But you might have see, oh, gee, if you're getting hot, we might just throw Kawhi on you. Heck, like, we have Siakam. Like, you have multiple guys that can guard you. So that's going to be the interesting part. I think the Raptors taking a seven. Um, again, I think Ben Simmons not being able to shoot. I think Kyle Lowry, I think Kyle Lowry turns around. I think this is a series he has a good one. Because Ben Simmons is going to have to guard him. Like, he's going to have to guard him. So um, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I think the Raptors... I think kind of like what you said about the Celtics with their experience. I think Kawhi Leonard just he's like, "Yo, chill out. Yeah, just give me the ball. I'll get you thirty-five. Like we'll be fine." I like know? it. So I think I think the Raptors will take it. All right, very good. Moving on. Four QC prediction period. It's time for the four QC prediction period, and in this edition of the prediction period. We are going to predict the entire 2019 Cleveland Browns regular season schedule. Changing gears, the schedule came out last week. Got got to let it, like, you know. Soak in. Soak in, you know, really take in this schedule. So we're going to go through all 16 games and predict the schedule for the Cleveland Browns. Here we go. Win. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Week one, game one, the Titans at home. Titans. Good old Titans. Uh, honestly, I think they lose this one. First game, they're oh gonna be too excited. God. They're gonna be over overconfident, and Titans are gonna beat them. You're dumb. Is that at home? Home. Oh yeah, they're definitely losing. You're insane. No, I'm serious. All right, I think they're gonna win. Next week, week two at the Jets. Oh, they're beating the crap out of the Jets. There we go. Beating the Jets. Home versus the Rams. I think the Browns actually beat the Rams. Wow. I think they say, you know what? These are the Rams. We're going to show up and play. All right. Wait, I got to play too. Titans, they're going to win. Yeah. At the Jets, they're going to win. Mm-hmm. And they're going to beat the Rams. 3-0. 3-0. I got the Browns 3-0 so they're far. They're 2-1 right now. <laughs> Week 4 at the Ravens. They beat the Ravens. What? They beat the Ravens. Wowzers. I'll, give, Ravens. I'll give them an L there. Yeah. Three Next four. week at 49ers. Oh, they're beating the shit out of them. <laughs> they're yeah, they literally going to obliterate them. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Next week, Seahawks at home. They lose to the Seahawks. All right. $154 million for Russ. He ain't, he ain't losing the third round. I'll give him an all there, too. Then the week after that is a bye. Then at New England. I think they beat New England. They got two weeks to I mean, watch they, the they Patriots, beat, they man. Beat New England. Give I them the W. New England. 
So right now I got him at what five and two. You got one, two, three. I'm losing to the Saints. One, no, to the one, two Titans and Seahawks. You got them beating the Jets, beating yeah. the Rams, beating the Ravens, beating the 49ers, yeah. and beating so the and Patriots. Two. Five and two. Wowzers. All right. After the Patriots, we are at the Broncos. That's an easy dunk, Kyle. They have no offense, so Kyle. True. All right. Six and two. Thank you. Easy W. They lose it next week, though. The Bills? Yeah. They're, they're losing, losing to the Bills. They're losing to the Bills. Dude. They're going to play down to their competition. Nah. And the Bills. All right. After the Bills... Steelers at home. Getting uh, into the division. Steelers at home? Steelers at home. Yeah, they beat them at home. Yeah, they do. They're definitely losing at the Steelers, though. Uh, I can see okay. that. All right. Steelers at home, and then we are the Dolphins at home. You lose to the Dolphins. Wow. No, you win the one. You beat the Dolphins. All right. You beat the go. Dolphins. There we go. I th- I'm thinking about the next week game. Week after that yeah. is at Steelers. Yeah, that's the game. Yeah. Yeah, they're right. losing that one. I'll give him the all there, too. Week after that, Bengals at home. They lose. Ah. They're going to lose that one. You're nuts. No, they are. No, you're nuts. After the Bengals, we are at the Cardinals. Kyler Murray's lighting you up. <laughs> Come on, dude. Kyler Murray is like, And they might not even get Kyler Murray. You're giving might, the Browns the L here? They might trade their spot. But, uh, yeah, the Cardinals are beating them. Oh, my God. God. All right. And then home versus the Ravens. I think this week, I think I think they can beat the Ravens twice next year. I think they can. Interesting. And then at the Bengals to close out the season. They're beating the shit out of the Bengals. Yeah, they are. All right. So what's their record? Right so win totals. I think I had like 11 Kyle, five. you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, Seven, eight, nine, ten wins. Ten wins. That sounds about right. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 13. twelve, thirteen. No. Browns are winning thirteen games. Ten and six. Next season. That sounds about right. Cleaning up the division. No, they're gonna. I think they're gonna win the division with ten and six. Because I think the Bengals are gonna be that. Bad. I think regardless, they'll win. The yeah, they're division. winning the division. The, the Bengals are going to be that bad. Steelers are going to be that bad. And the Ravens are just going to be like. Dude, people road. are giving the Steelers. Like, people like Colin Coward, like, talking about the Steelers. Like, they're still the team to beat. Are you kidding me? They didn't even make the playoffs last year. Like, That's true. They did. Stupid. Like, how are uh, they the team to beat? And they lost their running back and right. Anyway, team, so. whatever. <laughs> anyway, worst part of the show. We got to go. Yep. Anyway, thank you for listening to the fourth quarter cast. You can listen to us anywhere, literally anywhere in your car, on Spotify, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. We're pretty much everywhere. iTunes, like we can, we do it all. You can follow us on Twitter at four th, the number four th quartercast. Um, if you can't spell, well, too bad for you. The semester's almost over. Sorry. Um, and we have a website, fourthquartercast.com. So, Cap, where can they follow you at? Underscore J Cap underscore Northern Whale. Jason. Don't you have a show this Saturday? Yeah, Federal Frenzy this Saturday and the week after that, Model Rockets release show. Both at Susie's Dogs and Drafts <laughs> in downtown Youngstown. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Anyway, you can follow me, more Kyle, please, on Twitter, more Kyle too on Snapchat. And we are out, dude. Out. Out. Peace. Bye. Goodbye.
Sunroof it 